It has a. Oh, what? Why? Why? Dude. He just, he just said, ah. I, I'm little. This is an intro. It's supposed to be civilized, Christian. I don't. Dude, yeah. Always. I, I don't know what that was. Always go anyway, to Where are we on? We are on. Welcome back to High Taken. I am thrown off. Episode number 23. Put that Miley Cyrus on. Ooh. Got my J's on. Jay's on my feet. I'm on David Sieber back at you again from Tallahassee, Florida. Christian Smith, Bulldog Delaware. I thought Nick was going to go. Let's Who won go. first last time? Let's go. And uh, Nick down here in Jacksonville. Oh, I heard hey, that. I heard that better. It, I kind of heard it. All right. So it is the end of the weekend. Also known as the weekend, I guess. I don't know why I said it that way. But you know that we do our gone in 60 seconds. Um, I'm going to say something really weird in the world of sports, and they're going to drink to it. This one is going to hit close to home, um, but I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, um, I'm back at it. I'm doing 24 ounces of seltzer. I, I should have not put them in the fridge. I think putting them in the fridge is going to make it worse. Yeah, it's um, cold, dude. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for my stomach to hurt, so let's get it. Okay. All right, on your marks, get set. Wait a minute, I'm so sorry. So, no, 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 Stop. I was underprepared. Stop. How? I was I was at the bank, and I was 20 minutes late. Now I'm fucking prepared. I only see one in your hand, by the way. Turn around. Go back. I like this POV, though. I know, dude. It is a good POV. Christian POV. I'll sign up for it. I love it. I'm going to... Ooh. I'm gonna put some music on this. Oh, oh. Yeah, now we're upside down, dude. That was probably the fastest he's ran since high school ball. I don't even know. I wouldn't say high school. Right. If you would, if you would have seen him play sports, he never tried. So, uh, no, that was probably the fastest he's ever ran. That's now so that we're fun. all, now that we're all situated, um, <laughs> not like you had 22 minutes to do it. Um, so, on your marks, get set. In this episode of Gone in 60 Seconds, is a sport that goes a distance while also testing your shotgunning ability. A combination of drinking and running, that's right, we're talking about the beer mile. It is what it sounds like. You're in a mile while drinking beer. Where you shotgun a beer and run a lap. Between each lap, you shotgun a beer until you get to the mile marker. It's usually suggested you use about 12 ounces at about 5% alcohol. And the standard North American rules say that if you vomit, you have to run an extra lap as a penalty. Um, the current record is 4 minutes and 47 seconds. I can't even run a sub-5 mile without the beer. Um, actually, fun story. Lance Armstrong once tried this in 2014. He chugged a beer, ran one lap, chugged a beer, then dropped out immediately. Um, I guess he must have forgotten the dope beforehand or just doesn't have the ball. Sorry, the ball to finish it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ooh. I'm going to stop myself for just a second. Dude, you're right. Where is this? I want to be part of this so, challenge. Actually, I am going to be participating in one of these on August 26th. Um, no. Yeah, they're doing a beer mile the before beer they fest? do the, the beer fest. Yeah. No. And Buddy Palmer going to do it. That's unfortunate, man. Why did you have to Bro, pick this I hate beer. When, I'm, when I'm going? Uh, wow. I, I'm just worried because, one, I don't drink a lot. and You're, gonna, two, you're not going to do like, it. You're not gonna be able to. You're you're puking. You're gonna run another lap. I yeah, have, I, mean, I have no faith in you. I'm sorry. <laughs> where I would make ground, and my my mile is gonna suck if I did this. But where I'd make ground is shotgunning because those things are going down in like a second. The, 
the fact that somebody did this in four minutes and 47 seconds without throwing up That's is incredible, ins- man. It's it's insane to me. Now, is that the record? That is the current record is four minutes and 47 seconds. This is something I could get behind to uh, really break records, man. I could really get behind this sport. This so is, this is perfect for me. When I do it on August 26th, what I may do is I may just kind of film myself doing it. So that way we can kind of get some supplemental uh, content to this podcast. I I would love to hear it, man. Uh, I would love to watch that. I know I have a feeling I'm, my bet is going to be that you throw up. I mean, I'm I'm going to throw that out. I really think you're going to. If up. it's if it's your weekend, if it's your weekend bet that weekend, we can make it that. And, we can make that. <laughs> that is technically a weekend. No, that bet. doesn't. That doesn't mean you go out there and barely run. That means purposely. Want, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want yeah. you to run and give it your all. Like then I'll put that bet down. Hundred percent. I'll put that. I got bet you. Down. I got you. But hey, um, you know what? I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, but let's get into it, guys. We're gonna do our top wide receivers of the week. I, I don't know about you guys, but this one was really hard. I was seeing some <clears throat> crazy stats and what people are saying, and you know, I don't agree with most of these people on what what they're saying. But I'm interested uh, to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, yeah, like yeah. always, obviously, we this Bitches we know. First. Yeah, well, no, you are the expert in wide receivers. You're one yourself, so you can go ahead and go first. <laughs> uh, well, that's a different. Hey, I'm actually, I'm a, yeah, I'm actually kind of happy that uh, David acknowledged it or acknowledged that I played wide receiver. Uh, well, yeah. different wide receiver, different. Yeah, you sport. played, you played wide receiver in and out of the locker room, so it's. A little different. He's definitely good at catching balls. That's for sure. All right, look, look, guys. Oh man, a, instead of a slot receiver, in, he was a I'm slot receiver. I'm coming. Oh, that's fucked. Oh, come on. Dang, Why? There's the, There's the one. There's the PG-13. <laughs> nah. Uh, if you guys actually go back and what's it called? Um, look at it when I was running up the steps to get my beer. I'm almost positive I said the oh, F-bomb one time. I didn't hear you say <laughs> okay. it. Okay. I'm, I'd be kind of sad if we're less than you know I five think. minutes in. We're already at our rated R. Can we replay that? I mean, can we, bro, can we uh, I was, throw a challenge on that? Weren't we in wanna... like six seconds? Weren't we two seconds in last week and David said it? No, you yeah. said it. No, 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 it was you. No, was, Dave. Yeah. No, you said it at the beginning of the episode last week. Uh, you literally, literally before you in, could during the middle anything. of the intro. I was in the middle of the intro yeah. and you threw the F-bomb out. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, look, can we just get to the top 10? We're doing a I'm, lot of talk about the F-word. I'm waiting on you. Okay, look, first, number 10, guys, this is probably going to blow your stocks away. At the 10 spot, I have Cooper Cup sitting at the 10 spot. Oh, uh, and I'm sure this may sound like a crazy surprise, and you don't have to agree. And that's fine that you guys are laughing, but at least listen to my thoughts. He is now 30 years old, and he's coming off of an injury. He didn't look amazing in the games that he played last year, but he sure as hell didn't look bad. The NFL is completely filled with guys stepping up and becoming more dominant, and they're also a lot younger. I believe that Cup, given his amazing skills at route running, will be able to play well coming in his return. But as of right now, I don't know how he's going to look off the return. I don't write him off, but for him to work his way back up on this list, he starts off at the bottom of this list. So let me let me ask you a question because you're you're saying because he's 30, right? And coming off the injury. No, I'm not like saying that. just because. But hold on, I'm, let me well, let me okay, just ask I'm, this so, question. On, on. No, because I, I know I think just, I know exactly what you're. I'm, but I think I'm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So on that. Right, I have two receivers that were over the age of thirty that almost so had that. Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. You're telling me that 
he's can't come back and have success like that. I'm sorry, Cooper Cup is Jerry Rice and Randy Moss. That's not what I'm saying. All time, but that's well, the hold comparison on. you're making. Hold on, Cooper Cup is the only person to ever go over 2,000 yards receiving. He never went over 2,000 yards receiving. False. He had the triple crown, but he never went over 2,000. False. Look it up. Cooper Cup went over 2,000 yards of de- receiving. Um, it, it, that's including the playoffs, Dude, but he's the first person to he ever go up. Bro, he didn't have I don't 2K. Think, I don't think he broke Calvin's yeah, record. Yeah, he never broke 2K, he, bro. Are you? Yeah, you're just false. Not in the season. Stuff, not, in the se- not in the regular season, but during playoffs, he was oh, like, guess what? I hate to break it to you, but that go, doesn't matter. Yeah, that ever go matter. over 2,000. So, I'm just saying, first person to ever go over 2,000. I'm just saying, it don't matter to him. Anyways, that's crazy. Yeah. Look, and like I said, look, he's got look, he's got enough talent and enough credibility for me to put him on this list. You're just putting him again, there because he's white, you racist. I'm gonna say <laughs> wow. I'm gonna say it's good. Well then what are you gonna white. say about Riley Cooper being at my one spot? Huh? What, <laughs> what are you gonna say about that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Top ten wide receivers most yeah. likely to be in the Ku Klux Klan like, number one. I like Cup. I just think being there with an injury. You have to fight your way back up to the top spot. And I believe he can. I would like to see him do it. But for now, I give him the credit where it's due when he's in my top ten. At number nine, at least. I'm going to have C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is a stud, and he makes a lot of great catches and possesses a lot of speed and athleticism. Uh, for me, i got to give the credit where credit's due. He's a young receiver who knows how to play the game well. But it's fucked, Dallas. And I'm sorry that I just dropped another F-bomb, but I had to drop it in there. You coming at number eight? You should have saved it. Yeah, if you, yeah, but it was it was in my notes. Sorry. Coming at number eight. Go mm. with Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. Uh, he has been downright one of the most truly consistent bright spots in an absolute shit awful Washington offense. He has forty two thousand or yeah four thousand two hundred total yards since entering the league just three years ago, and you got to figure he was doing this with the likes of Taylor Heineke, Carson Wentz, and others to list at the quarterback position. At number seven, doing a lot of my research on who I wanted to put in this list today, this guy was nowhere near the top ten, but he's in my top ten. At number seven, give me Mike Evans. Say what you'd like, but he's never had under a thousand yards in a season, and you got to remember that only two years of his career was played with Tom Brady. To go off the quarterbacks before that, well, let's just say one to start it all was Jameis Winston, Mister Thirty for Thirty himself. Easy he, now. He's still but James had a Winston ton of was, yards. He was like second place in passing yards yeah. that year. They just threw the ball. What is that, bro? What does that mean? What does it matter? It means he had the second most passing yards in the seat. Yeah, and that no. He also had thirty touchdowns. So I think it was like second best in the league as well. They yeah. they were passing the ball a lot. Yeah, no. Either way, That's one way or another, he still had a thousand yards in his career. This guy. He still had a thousand yards in his career. This ranking may seem very high, but he plays very consistent, makes tough catches, and possesses great physical traits. It, it doesn't matter. The one he dropped last year, the one that was right in his hands. Ooh, 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 that's rough. Number six, it's going to be Stefan Diggs. Diggs is the better of the two brothers and is a playmaker and an amazing route runner from the short ball to the long ball. He can make plays on any of them. He plays with great passion, good speed, and has great hands. Maryland this is sucks. why he Nick, never wins Maryland fantasy. Sucks. This is Maryland why he never sucks. wins fan- fantasy. Maryland sucks. Hundred percent. He does Maryland not sucks. know. See, Maryland I knew sucks. Nick was gonna and have Diggs probably in his top three more than likely, but it's okay. Coming in at number five, I'm going with AJ Brown. And though this may come off as a bias towards him because he's an eagle, that's wrong. If there's any bias, it's because he's the type of wide receiver that is my favorite. 
Bowden possesses height, speed, and size, and is a huge deep threat that can take the top off of any other defense that he needs to. He can go up and get the ball in single, double, and triple coverage, as we saw against the Steelers last year. He uses all his traits and abilities to help him dominate defenses, and so far he has done that since stepping onto the field back in Tennessee. So hold on. Let me get this straight. Your favorite types of guys are ones who are fast, strong, <laughs> can go, can be, go, can beat two or three guys at once, um, has good hands, and also can go on top as well as be dominant. All right. Dude, That's I fair. love it. That's fair, Christian. That's fair. <laughs> that happens. I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, you Coming will. Coming at number four. <laughs> Jesus. You'll need him after. Coming at number four, I'm going to go with Jamar Chase. Uh, right now, he's one of the most exciting wideouts in the game to watch on probably one of the most exciting teams to watch. Uh, but Chase possesses all the physical traits that you would want in a wide receiver and plays exactly as you want from them as well. From the slant routes to the go routes, Jamar Chase is a killer and can pick your team's favorite defensive back apart. Starting into my top three, at number three, I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is the game's biggest playmaker outside of the quarterback position. They say speed kills, but usually nowadays it's only true in Madden unless you're Henry Ruggs. But Hill has been a huge playmaker since day one. Even with Henry Ruggs, speed technically still kills. Speed kills with Henry Ruggs. Yeah, but uh, his his athleticism, speed, and hands combined for a matchup nightmare against defensive backs. He, in my opinion, like I said, is the biggest deep threat and playmaker in the league outside of the quarterback. Number two, I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. Now, Devontae Adams is probably the absolute best route runner in the league, making defenders look silly when trying to cover him. He went for 1,500 yards in his first year without Rodgers and is showing us that he can play with or without him. I think Adams is going to have another great year coming along from him, and he's going to have even more to prove with Garoppolo being the one that's throwing the ball around. And we all know Garoppolo is a game manager more than he is a guy who slings the rock. But I still think Devontae Adams is easily the top two wide receiver in the league. I mean, I got to give that credit where it's due. But at the one spot, Justin Jefferson, a.k.a. Jettos, uh, since stepping onto the field, he has been fired. He had 1,400 yards his rookie year and then added 200 more the year after and then 200 more the year after from this past season, having 1,800 yards. And he had made some unreal catches. You add that into the fact that he's doing all of this with Kirko Chains as the quarterback, and it makes it even harder to believe and incredible to watch. <laughs> That's fair. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I think we're all going to have some different things here. Uh, we definitely will. We yeah. definitely will. Uh, yeah, so, I, so knew we, Dave, I knew we would, man. <laughs> Dave, what, this, what I mean, ar- arguably, this may be our more most different list, not, like quarterbacks. We may be. I think we're on the same page for most of the quarterbacks. I think for this one, we're going to be pretty off page with each other. Yeah. Um, but number ten, I have Jalen Waddle from the Dolphins. Um, while he isn't even the best on his own team, that doesn't mean he is not good. His teammate that will be mentioned later and him are the sole reasons for Tua's success on short slants to go for many yards due to their incredible speed. He caught 75 passes for 1,356 yards, which was seventh best in the league. People may think this is high on the list, but I think it's just right, and I think he'll prove that this year. At nine, I got scary Terry McLaurin from the Commanders. He's probably been the receiver in the NFL who has done the most with the least, like Christian mentioned. I mean, he's 27 years old, going to his fifth year, and he's had QBs like Wentz, Heineke, and Dwayne Haskins, but has had three straight 1,000-yard seasons. He finally got a Pro Bowl bid last year. 
No, now he'll have Howell at QB or even Brissett. May he, he may have to boost his production a bit more, um, again, to drag another lackluster quarterback. But he has some good help with the nice offense that has Dotson and Curtis Samuel as well. They just have to hope that an offensive line can hold for whichever poor QB is in that system. At number eight, I have Debo Samuels from the Niners. Um, this may be too high for someone with only 56 catches, 630 yards, and two receiving touchdowns last year. But his versatility is what puts him higher on my list. He was a bummer on my fantasy team last year. Don't get me wrong, but he can run and block. He's more of a running receiver nowadays instead of the true wide receiver one. He had 864 total scrimmage yards, five total touchdowns, but he did miss four games with injury. Now, maybe it is a reach at the eighth spot, but if they use Debo more like he should be used, he's a valuable piece that already stacked offense. At number seven, I was saying earlier, screw Maryland. I have Stephon Diggs. Um, this is probably the most surprising pick wow, on the list. That's a seven. At I seven. know, I know Nick's Maryland bias will probably make him a top three pick, but I bumped him down not because of his lack of talent, but because of his lack of leadership and his diva tendencies. Now he was wow. an all pro last year. Um, he totaled 108 receptions for 1,429 yards and 11 touchdowns. He was top five in all statistical categories. We had a lot of games where he was a non-factor last year as well, um, and which included his playoff performance, which you saw him get mad at his own quarterback, cause a bunch of drama for no reason, which I That's know. because he was wide open constantly, and Josh Allen he was wasn't not, throwing the ball. He was not yes, he wide was. open constantly. There was like thing. four every, plays. Every wide receiver wide thinks that they're wide open all game. Well, there was at least four plays. I saw every wide open. And Josh wide Allen wide even said, oh, my bad. So... I mean, maybe and maybe he just needs a solid two guy to help get the game planned away from him. (laughs) But uh, he needs to stop wanting on the sideline. He would probably hire, but I can't do it. At number six, I have A.J. Brown. After three good years and on a bad Tennessee team, how he worked his magic and landed Mr. Always Open. He gets set career highs in every category from this year. 88 catches, 1,496 yards and 11 receiving touchdowns this past year. These numbers are incredible. I mean, if you want to dive deeper into it, look at the offense he had to share with. He had Devontae, who was another 1,000-yard receiver. Miles Sanders, who's never a 1,000-yard rusher, who had over 10 rushing touchdowns. 700-yard receiver from Dallas Goddard. And 10 rushing touchdowns from Jalen Hurts last year. His stats would probably be through the roof if he didn't share that stacked offense But more than that, I mean, his size and athleticism are otherworldly. We've seen him win jump balls like Christensen on two to three guys. He's reliable in short, distant route runners when we need those like quick five-yard slams for the first downs. He's a physical body that makes him a really good downfield blocker, especially for that offense. And he just has all the intangibles that you would want in a receiver. He's basically Michael Thomas if Michael Thomas could stay on the field. At number five, I have Tyreek Hill. Another surprise on my list is Hill barely making the top five here. He definitely helped. Crazy. He definitely helped prove he was more than just Mahomes' deep threat last year. A lot of people say, "Will he do well without Mahomes?" He caught a career high 119 catches for 1,710 yards and seven touchdowns. Him combined with Waddle again is the reason why I think two is overrated. Though his team, his stacked team, um, still didn't make the playoffs last year. So I mean that definitely. Uh, I'm not sure that played into my rankings, but that doesn't hurt as well as well. At number four, I have Devontae Adams from the Raiders, one of the older players on the list, but still one of the best players in the NFL. Despite not having Rodgers and using Carr last year, he averaged a career-high 14.7 yards per catch. He is ninth in catches with 113 yards with 1,516 and first in touchdowns with 14. He made his 16th straight pro ball, and he has scored 25 touchdowns the last two seasons. It's going to be interesting to see how he plays with Garoppolo, though. Like we said, like you were talking about, he's a game 
manager. You have Josh Jacobs who's been getting a lot of touches, passing and receiving. It's going to be interesting to see how we see Garoppolo in that offense because he's not a gunslinger. So they'll have to see how they're going to use Devontae there. At number three, I have Cooper Cup. You know, for some reason, people forget how dangerous Cup is, including Christian. Christian sat there and said, oh, even the games he played, he didn't do well. He played nine games last year. He had yeah. 75 receptions, 812 yards, and six touchdowns. Why is that important? Because he missed eight games last year to the injury. If he kept his pace, he would have had 1,533 yards, 11 touchdowns, and a whopping 141 receptions. And then do you want to... Real quick, real quick though, you even just said that right there. But coming off, that's his average right there. Coming off the year prior from just winning the triple crown and having over nineteen hundred yards in the regular season, you're telling me that's not a different production? I'm well. I'm just saying that even with one thousand five hundred thirty-three, thirteen yards last year was Devontae with one thousand five hundred sixteen. He'd have been thirteen yards if you'd have kept up his pace. He would have had yeah. one hundred forty-one receptions, which would have been fourth all time. Which you know, in front of him would have been, um, I believe. Uh, I think Calvin at one, number two would have been him from last year, and number three I think is Jerry Rice. I'm not even sure on that, but he would have been fourth all time receptions if you kept up his pace. But again, woulda, coulda, shoulda. I think he gets overlooked with the speed and hype of other players on this list. Rest assured, I still think he is a top three receiver in the NFL. At number two is a little bit. I, I want to say it's probably Come a little bit biased. I have Jamar Chase from the Bengals. Um, uh... Not. Not the only LSU alum that will be on this list. Jamar is one of the best young receivers, and I think one of the best overall receivers in the league. He missed four games last year, but still had 87 catches, 1,046 yards, and nine touchdowns. I feel this was a down year as well. It's hard, too, when you're splitting touches with T. Hickens Boyd as well as Joe Mixon, um, but he has proved in. He's one of the best route runners and has best hands in the league. At number one, it can't be argued. It's Justin Jefferson. And JJ is getting it more than us now. Year after year, he caught 128 passes for 1,809 yards and eight touchdowns. The receptions and yards broke franchise records. He won Offensive Player of the Year. He also passed Randy Moss for the most mm-hmm. receptions in the first three years now. Yeah. 4,825. He's um, gone over 100 yards in 24 of the 50 games he's played. It is going to be interesting now, though. He doesn't have a second in Thielen anymore, and he also lost Dalvin Cook in the run game. So will he be game-planned a lot more? Probably. He won't have as much help on the other side. He also won't have people loading the box as much to try to stop Dalvin. Um, I don't think that's going to matter, and I think he'll probably end up winning back-to-back offensive players of the year. Now, you know I love my honorable mentions, (laughs) but I'm not going to have honorable mentions this week because I'm going to have a hot take. I think that next year this time, we will be saying that Calvin Ridley is not just going to be a top 10, but a top five receiver in the league. Uh, he is coming off of his suspension, but he's yeah, being put on a like high-flying offensive like team. That. Yeah. Loaded yeah. with weapons. He gets Trevor Lawrence Oof. to finally throw yeah. him the ball. He has Doug Peterson. I think Calvin yep. will soar next year. And Dude, I, I think, yeah. I think he's going to be a fantasy I, steal. I agree. I mean, I saw some of his film from training camp. Dude, the guy he's is quick. I he's mean, quick. I know, dude. All this dude. talk makes me want to go bet on him. <laughs> well, hey, oh, he he I can't mean, bet on himself, unfortunately. We see what happens if he does. Um, huh. yeah, Christian, one eight hundred gambling. If you have just, any issues, just remember, kids. If you want a light suspension, just punch just punch just... your girlfriend. You only get four. <laughs> you only get four for that. That's if it. You bet though, it's a whole it's a whole year. Just. <laughs> 
Just want to put. Actually, it's not even uh, a whole year. It was indefinite. It was indefinite. They didn't give him a whole stupid. year. It's stupid, man. It's. I'll stupid. call the gambling hotline after we drop Goldie's locks today. So, are you are you guys ready? Because uh, mine's completely different than you your guys's. Um, Yo, David. This is, this if is he puts Devontae in there, I was going to say, listen, I was going to say, David, five listen. bucks says he puts Devontae at 10. Me, if he does, I will go downstairs and I will shotgun a beer if he has Devontae in his top 10. So this is strictly based off going into the year and who I think is going to be the best by the end of the year. So yeah, on the list. Number 10, I got Jalen Waddle. I mean, yeah, he's not Tyreek Hill, but the dude's crazy and had 1,300 yards receiving, splitting time with Tyreek Hill, which is, which is crazy. I mean, I, Dude was explosive. I loved watching him play over there. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with Tua, but he still deserves to be in that top 10. Number nine, hurts to say it, but C.D. Lamb. I mean, he they added Brandon Cooks to help him. I think that's going to help, you know, give him that one-on-one coverage, which is going to help him. Dak will go from 20 interceptions to 19, maybe. We'll but, see. And that's the thing. The, the, unfortunately, he has Dak there um throwing the ball i think if he's on another team that has a better receipt or better quarterback i think he would be a better wide receiver but unfortunately he's stuck with dak even though these cowboys people think dak's the greatest person um he did have 1300 yards receiving last year which is which is crazy when you have two quarterbacks throwing you the ball one of them mm, not so great backup quarterback the other one mm, not so great uh but either way at number eight, I got Amon Ra St. Brown. Okay, I like that. I think he deserves to be on this top the I don't top know if he's deserving top ten yet, but I like that. I'm pick. telling you, man, he is one of the best slot receivers in the game right now. Um, Not to mention, he's going to be the number one guy without a question this year after the Lions have lost so many people and pieces on that offense. Um, I think Goff enjoys having him in that slot, and the dude – I, I think he's going to go over 1,300 yards this year, um, and I think he's going to be one of the top guys. Uh, he's going to be a leader on that team for sure. At number seven, I got Garrett Wilson. I think Ooh, Garrett, Wow. I think, I think okay. Garrett Wilson. Listen, dude, the guy went over 1,100 yards receiving. Who was his and quarterback? That was where, yeah, I'm about to say, and that was with mother freaking yes. the milk no, hunter himself. You should have you should have left it at – the first one the with with the F word in there for the milf one himself. So, yeah, right. Uh, and here's the thing. Now he has Rogers throwing the ball to him. I mean, I just don't I don't see him not being a top 10 guy. He could easily inch into the top five with Rogers there. Um, not to mention he has Lazard that's going to distract people and he's going to be able to do his thing. So uh, he needs to figure it tricks. out. I know he needs to figure it out. And that's why I think Wilson's going to be number seven at number six. I'm in agreement with you, AJ Brown. I wanted to put him higher on this list, but it's just, I mean, there's so many pieces in Philly. You don't know what's going to happen. He had 1,400 yards last year. Uh, he has great chemistry with Hertz. And I think they both have a bad taste in their mouth going in from last year. That I think it's possible that he might go over more than 1,400 yards, even on a stacked offense that they have. Um, you know, he could sneak in in the top three. Who knows? At number five, I have Cooper Cup. He is one of the most elite receivers in the league. Stats tell you what it is. Um, I would like to put him higher on the list, but unfortunately he's coming off of an injury. And I still think, I mean, top five is still crazy because there's tons of tons of names out there that are, are elite wide receivers. 
At number four, I have Jamar Chase. Um, and here's the okay. reason why I think Jamar Chase should be a top three wide receiver. But you got to remember, Burrow just got hurt, and he's out for at least a few games next year. No, he said he's out for several weeks, which includes off-season and preseason games, though. Yeah, but so, they said that he was probably going to be out to about week five, week six. So, really? again, you're yeah. looking at someone who who's their backup quarterback? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the issue. Is yes, still Driscoll? They have, they, have, they have weapons there. That's not the issue. But that's going to keep them – that's going to keep him outside the top three. He's still an amazing receiver, and he's gonna he's gonna put up production. But they don't have anyone that's going to throw him the ball early. Do in you season. know who I think the Bengals should pick up? Uh, Trace McSorley. Chad Ochocinco. I think I think uh, if I'm them, I'm picking up Cam Newton. That is a good. That's a good idea. That's not bad. I mean. It can't be it can't be any worse than whoever they have right now, uh, in all honesty. But again, that's what's gonna keep them at number four. Uh number three, I got Stefan Diggs. Yeah. What I know a you, guys, meter, you guys bro. hate it. You guys hate it. And the the dude still won over fourteen hundred yards receiving. I mean, come on now. It, it, he was still a, he was a he was a top five receiver, and that's not to mention he was frustrated. Don't get me wrong. He he wanted the ball. Most receivers do. He wanted the ball. He was frustrated with Josh Allen. I mean, the last three games, he didn't go over 100 yards receiving, and he still had 1,400 yards for the year. Um, I think I think this year, I mean, yes, he they, they had some publicity early on, but I think this year they're going to go out and prove why he's a top three wide receiver. Josh Allen's going to get him the ball. Their friendship's going to be there. It's going to be over. Bills are going to be one of the better teams in the league. Stefan Diggs is going to have a great year. At number two, I got the fastest player in the league, Tyreek Hill. Now, the dude is insane. I think the only the best thing you can do to stop the guy is to hurt him because he gets the ball and he can do whatever he wants. He's the fastest player. I mean, he burns you with one yard of separation. It's it's insane. He's crazy. Um he had over 1,700 yards last year, and then that's also missing Tua for, I don't know, how many games? Five games or something like that? Um, well, physically missing Tua for five, but mentally probably for at knows? least half the season. Yeah, exactly. So I, I see him probably getting the 1,700 again if Tua stays healthy. Um, number one, I don't think it can be argued. Uh, he showed why he was the best player in the, the league last year. Uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean – let me just tell you, the catch against the Bills last year was, crazy. was unreal. And that, was crazy. that just solidified why he has the best hands. Yeah. I mean, you throw the ball up, the dude's going to catch well, it. Well, I don't know if he has the best hands. Our boy Smitty made a lot of yeah, grabs. No, yeah, I know. Devontae Smith is, is incredible, and I'm not taking anything away from him, but he's not Justin Jefferson. Uh, can he be? For sure. Possibly. But at the same time, Kirk – that's been his guy. And I think, honestly, he could have even more yards this year. Phelan's gone, so they're going to be going to him even harder this year. Yes, I, David, you make a great point. But he's the only piece that they have. But yeah, Cook's gone, too. Yeah, and, and don't get me Irv wrong. Irv Smith's and, there. No, Irv no, Smith's gone. Irv Smith's gone. Hawkinson's but they have Hawkinson, Hawkinson, Hawkinson yeah. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what their other wide receivers are going to do this year, but – Keep in mind, you can still you can still double coverage 
Justin Jefferson, and he's still going to go out there and probably put Wait, up. Wait, didn't they draft a wideout first round? So uh, I don't they think they did. drafted. Did was it first round? I can't remember his name Addison. to be honest. Did they not? Dra- did they draft Addison? I don't. I, I don't think, know. I think, may, I think you may be right. Hear me out. I see him possibly going for two thousand yards this year. I really do. Good. I mean, it would be crazy. I would love to see it, but I think he's going to do it. And that's would, not that's not including playoff games like Cooper Cup did. I'm talking straight up. I would love I would love for him to do it before week 18. I would love for him to do it at the, in, yeah, the get it in the 17. Season. Yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah, I I agree with you on that. That'd so be real quick, crazier. I, if I might I might have missed this real quick, Nick. And um, if I did, I'm sorry. No, what you didn't. Number... There's no Devontae Adams. What the hell, bro? Okay, I thought I didn't hear. You nope. didn't have Devontae nope. Adams on that list? I don't. You thought don't. it was an L take that Cup was at the 10 and you don't even have Tay Adams <laughs> on don't. your list? I don't. I'm sorry, but What's Jimmy more of an L take? Cup at the 10 or Adams off the list? I'm what sorry. The... Question, it's... did you have McLaurin on your list? I did not, no. You literally you literally sent me a Snapchat today being like, oh, why is McLaurin below CeeDee Lamb? And I said above. Up... I said above. Why was They had he... him above CeeDee Lamb? Okay. Had, they had him at like number... Number eight or seven, and well, I didn't well, agree with that. Eight and CD so, was at nine. So no, CD was at like eleven, dude. It was unreal, oh, yeah, and that nine, wasn't, but it wasn't pro, pro football, football focus. focus. It was CBS um, Sports, is what I saw, uh, and I was like, this is crazy. I thought you were on my fault, but no, I don't, I don't, and it's nothing against Devontae Adams. He's a great receiver, but the no, issue, bro, that was that's an L take. Let me finish. The issue is, is I, Jimmy G's throwing you the ball, and not to mention, what do you, what do you want me to do here? I mean. I see a lot of young up and coming receivers that I think might be better than him this year. That I, oh, and so I was, that wasn't a. Well, I just think, I just think Sam Brown because that wasn't Sam a good enough argument. Proven yet, they're good, no, but they're improving that, yet. I'm, that I'm wasn't a good enough argument for Cooper Cup, but that was nope. that's a good enough argument for you to knock off the one of the <laughs> best two off, receivers though. in We're football. Off my three. Has, listen, two. it is what it is, one. but it. I mean, I just that's just what I what I think. So whatever. Yeah, so um, you know that's gonna that's gonna end that segment uh, of our top tens. A lot of crazy picks there by Christian. Uh, I loved my picks. I think they were the right picks, but Christian's picks were awful. Um, anyway, bro, Devontae not in the top ten. Okay, <laughs> uh, no, no honorable no, mentions I, this week. Like, very sad. Was, very sad. Devontae Adams, my honorable mention. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you <laughs> go. I'll have my him at number eleven. But yeah, hey, David, don't you have a you have something going on? We have something new coming. I to do. Us. Yeah, we're going to go some trivia, but some different trivia. I know you guys requested last week. We're going to go some gridiron grids. We're going to do some grids this week. And I get to play because I haven't tried to do it yet. Um, Ooh. So I'm going to – I am I actually am going to send you these. So basically, if you guys know what grids are, you match a player up. That meets both criteria. There's three on the top, three on the side. You have nine guesses to get all nine. Um, the all, There's also rarity ranked within that. Uh, I'm going to send you guys uh, three grids. Um, three, three. I mean, okay. we don't have to do. We don't have to do all three. Okay. Um, I just sent you three to do. Um, and I'm and gonna we, play myself. Well, the so first we'll, one, the first one seems a little jacked up and one sided for someone on on here. That's an Ohio State fan. This is literally the first three that I pulled on this. No, <laughs> on this all right, so are we so are we what, all agreeing? Are we all agreeing to one grid, or what are we doing here? So we're gonna. So I think the best way to do it is we take turns picking, and then. Uh, and that that's it. I mean, I think that's the the best way to so do it. So, are we is are we gonna team tag team this? Because originally I had it to where we would like give each other like a time amount. Because I can refresh the grid 
and if we want to do our own, but if we want to try to do it together, we can do I that think, and as a group. I think I think uh, I think doing it together is I think the best way to do it. Okay. What I'll do yeah. is I'll put it I on the screen. I think if we all put our heads together here. Well, yeah. I was actually just gonna share my screen because I have the uh, I have it up on my. Perfect. Yeah. Well. I yeah. Mean, do it, bro. I don't know if sharing Shoot. your screen is. Um. Yeah, we can always just you, edit it you over. disabled screen sharing. <laughs> um. I don't think did over. I. I don't know if I did. I, I to be honest, I don't. What I'm supposed to? I mean, I don't know. Uh, next, not, next, not text savvy. Mm, yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't want to mess with anything because we're recording. So what I'll do is, David, you just tell us, tell us the grid, um, so that way they can see, and I'll put it up on the screen as we're going. Yeah, I, 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 I can, I can also send you. I have the the things saved. So I can send you them. Um, so the first grid I'm going to do, um, this is gridiron one. Um, so on the left side, we have the bears, the Bengals, and the Cardinals. And on the top one, we have the Seahawks, the Cowboys and the jets. Okay. I want to say, can I shoot the first one? Yeah. Go ahead and shoot first. I almost want to say, is Brandon Marshall played for the Seahawks, didn't he? For a he, year. He Keep in mind, we can only use one player one don't, time for each. Yeah, so we can't use that. Brandon Marshall for the Jets as don't, well. Because don't you? Uh, yeah, don't, okay, I say yeah. It's, okay, that's a good idea. There. I say okay. I say Christian, if you're gonna take one, um, Percy Hart. No. Uh, all right, so I'll do the first one then. I'm gonna do Brandon Marshall for the Bears and the Jets. Okay. What I was gonna do after we decided. Okay, well, fair enough. Okay, so we got Brandon Marshall for the Bears and Jets. Bears and Cowboys. Or Bears and Seahawks. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Bears and Seahawks. Um, thing. Is it like? Oh, that's that's tough. It's got to be a think defender. Player. Think defender. There, there has there a defender to be a defender. Yeah, but I say it has to be a defender. Mm, Griffin uh, didn't go to the Bears, did he? I don't think so. Uh, that's tough, yeah. dude. This is tough. This is tough. Uh, I couldn't even tell you the Bears Cowboys, man. I got it. I got it. He just signed a contract. He just signed a contract with the Saints. Jimmy Graham. He did not play for the Cowboys, though. Oh, we're doing Cowboys. Play- I was doing. I was doing. No, well, you can do Seahawks. That works for Seahawks. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. For yeah, that works for Bears that. Seahawks. Now for the Cowboys, yeah, that that one, uh, you think I would know? Was um, what's his name on the outside? Uh, did he play for the Bears too? Uh, defensive end. Think of a defensive end. Was it Demarcus Ware? Demarcus Ware didn't. He played. Demarcus Ware played for the Broncos. Oh yeah, <clears throat> dang Bronco. Well, I had to Bears be right. Cowboys. We can Bears go. To, we we can Cowboys. go to the next yeah, one. We don't have to stay on that. We have we to can... stay the same. Okay. One. All right. So Bengals Seahawks. <laughs> That doesn't help either. Um, That's what I'm saying, bro. I had to like go through like my Bengals knowledge right now. Mm. So Bengals and Seahawks. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm at a loss here, guys. This is very hard. These grids are not easy, but we have. Uh-uh. Uh... Uh... Did Let's see. I think I know one. TJ Hushmanzada. Ooh, did he play for the? Did he play for the Cowboys? 
Oh, I was going for cow. I was going for Bengals oh. and uh, Bengals Jets. Yeah, TJ, yes. who's your mama? <laughs> who's your mama? Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, it is a good one. I do like that one too. Man, this is dude. This is freaking hard, boys. Yeah, so that's one. Um, uh, Pac-Man Jones for Bengals and Cowboys. Oh, uh, okay, I was, okay. I was going Martellus Bennett. Dang it. That just hit me. Hold on. So so far we have Bears and Jets down. What, what's Pac-Man the... Jones's real first name? Adam Jones. Adam Jones. Yeah. So we got the Bears and Jets. We got the Bears and Seahawks, right? Yeah. So so I I send it to it. So top one's gonna be Seahawks. So we need we need Bears and Cowboys. No, no, no. Now. But I'm saying I'm Wait, saying we we've, we've already you... we you did we've decided that we have Cowboys, right? Yeah. Bears, bears, and, bears and Cowboys. Um, Martellus Bennett. Adam Jones for oh for bear for Bears, bears and Cowboys. And Cowboys. We don't have Bennett. that. Did Martellus Bennett play for the Cowboys? Uh, I think he played one season for the Cowboys. Martellus Bennett, tight end. Martellus Bennett. I can do it right now. We only get eight guess, nine guesses. So if we get this wrong, then we get it wrong. Hang it. I think it's Martellus Bennett. All right. Yeah, it was Martellus Bennett. What? I, I think yes. I know one for the Jets and the Bengals. I, if, do you guys have any Jets and Bengals ones? Well, we just said what the Jets and Bengals was. It's TJ, who's your mama? No, that's that's the Bengals and the Seahawks. Yeah. Jets, Bengals, I don't I don't have one. I'm pretty sure Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ooh, yeah, he was with the Bengals. I think he was for half of these motherfuckers. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick is probably like a cheat code, but I'm pretty sure he played for... Yeah, okay. So now we're. this is going to be the harder one. We have the the Cardinals players now for the rest of the list. And oh, Ooh, Cardinals, uh, Seahawks, Cardinals, Cowboys, Cardinals, and Cardinals, Jets. Jets. I don't even. Oh, oh, oh. Um, well, uh, uh, offensive lineman, Hawaiian, Hawaiian. He also played for the Niners. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, Mike, uh, you, you, Potty, you, you, Potty, yeah, 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 Upati, Upati, you play for both the Seahawks and the Cardinals. That's right. All right, so we have that. Now it's just going to be um, <laughs> did Colt McCoy play for the Cowboys as well? Because he, uh, he was the Washington. back Colt he played for Washington. Yeah, I think he was but, Washington. for Washington. But, but was McCoy also? But McCoy started this last season Ooh, I think for the he, for the Cardinals. I, but I, I think, think he was Colt also McCoy on the Cowboys roster. The Cowboys. I think you're right. I think he was. I uh, I because we were talking about because he's from he played for Texas. Am I wrong? Uh, apparently it's wrong. I, I swear. I swear. Oh, that sucks. All right, so we can either go again for the Cowboys and Cardinals, or we can go Jets and Cardinals. Dude, this is this is not easy. This is a hard one. Mm-mm. It's just those yeah, Cardinals so players. I... Oh, Emmett Smith. Emmett oh! Smith. Oh. I like yeah, how we're gonna... like ah, oh, but it's a good one. How do we forget yeah. about Emmett Smith? Yeah, because but... his Cardinals, Cardinals. Year was awful. Yeah, it goes to show. See you now that makes me that makes me like change my whole game plan, dude. Because I was looking at like last like ten years of players. Now I gotta yeah, know it's, that it's I gotta look back entirety. all the way back to like. I really don't want. I really want to know who a Jets and Cardinals player that could be on both is though. That's American Helmo Pat Tillman. <laughs> I just guess that for every single Cardinals one. Maybe we're right on one. All right, so uh, the next one we're going to do, it's going to be on the top. We have the New York Giants, the Steelers, and then players who have 50-plus rushing um, yards and 200-plus passing yards in one game since 1999. 
Left side, we have the Jets, the Texans, and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay, so Giants. First one's going to be Giants and Jets. Now, I can think of one, but I kind of want to use that one for the last one because I want to say Geno may have rushed for 50-plus yards and passed for 200 yards. Early on, I think he did, yes. He probably did, yeah. Check that one first. Check that one first. For the two hundred, for the two hundred, not for the Jets. You know, that's for the Jets one. That's hard. Yeah, Ooh, so no. Geno Smith. Dang um, it. dang it, dude. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. is the bottom one? Is the bottom corner bottom one's one? Ohio CJ Stroud. Can we change CJ it? Stroud. Can we change no, no, no. So, so on the left side, so the Texans won match up with Ohio State. Ohio State is going to match up with the Giants. The Steelers. You're saying, but it's fifty plus rush and two hundred plus pass. CJ Stroud never had that in a game. Not it's in not- NFL because he hasn't played. It's yeah. for NFL yards. Uh- All right, so here's here's. Can we switch them out? Because I want to say Jets and two hundred would be Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then we have How Gino about this? for Jets and Giants. Plaxico Burris. Plaxico yes. Burris for the Giants yes. and the Jets. Yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, that's so we can get. I know I, we can go for rarity here, or we can go for the obvious between the Steelers and the Jets. Obvious one being Le'Veon Bell, but oh, yeah. not rarity one being Michael Vick. <laughs> because Michael no, that Vick is true, for... too. Vick, yeah, Vick. But nah, yeah, Bell's, Bell's the way to go there. Yeah, I think you go Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. This is so, so much harder than Bell. Where is his, how do you spell his name? L-E-V-E-O-N-B-E-L-L. Yeah, why is he not popping up? L E apostrophe V E O E B E L L. I keep staring at this list like something's gonna come to me while I'm looking at this list. Here we go. All right. So next we have New York Giants and the Texans. No earthly clue. <laughs> I <have> no <laughs> earthly clue. Um, the the Texans ones are gonna be what a, the last, one. the what last a, one's gonna be. Think of backup quarterback. Um, Glennon. Mike Glennon? You think Mike Glennon he played for played both? For teams, didn't he? He played for a few different teams. I mean, we can go Mike Glennon. Um, if you want to do that, that's our guess on that one. I think I, we yeah, don't get Glennon. it. I think if we don't get it right, try, we move on. Try Glennon, yeah. Okay. No. Dang it. That's fine. Um, let's move on from that one. We have Texans and Steelers. Dude, the Texans have been such a shit franchise, man. Well, yeah, well, like mix with that, like who's coming from the Steelers there? Like, like do they count the Oilers too? I don't know what like the Oilers would be Titans, yeah. right? So, Steelers and Texans, who would have played for both? Hey, bro, mm. you figure the Texans are one of the newest franchises in the league, anyway? Yeah, and that's true too. I just feel like they haven't had a lot of people. Um, Carr only played his career in Houston, right? Him back up yeah. anywhere. Well, that's what I'm trying to think of. That's what I'm trying to think of, like backup quarterbacks that may have shared both. But yeah. Schwab. Schwab. You think Schwab? You think Schwab played a, for both? I thought Schwab was a longtime Texan. He was a longtime Texan, but he did True, go but he around a, a lot. Right. Um, uh, and he's like tight ends, no wide receivers. I can't think of any wide receivers. Um, offensive line, defense. Like I feel like defense would be the way to go, but I can't think of any defensive players here. Uh, if you want to guess Shab, we can guess Shab, but I feel like we should just try I to guess. Don't, wrong. No, don't. don't I feel don't. wrong. Um, do you want to go back? Come back to it later. Yeah. 
Come back to I think obvious for 50 plus rushing, 200 plus is going to be Deshaun Watson, though. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. All right. So Deshaun Watson. Yep. Okay. So Buckeyes that also play for the Giants. Hold on. Go, go, back. go, go back to the Steelers. Wide, rec- wide receiver, wide receiver. Um, uh, for Steelers and Washington. Um, Nate Washington. Nate Washington. Yes. Nate Washington. Let's see. Nate Washington. Yep. There we go. He doesn't have a picture. Doesn't have a picture. Nice. I feel like I can. Him. I feel like I can clear the Ohio State ones pretty easily. Um, I mean, Nate Washington. Let's... Nate you know Washington no, was you know decent with the Steelers. That was pretty pretty confident cocky right there, David. So you go ahead and you shoot the shit on the last three. I'll buy you lonesome. All right, we've got Eli Apple for the Giants and Ohio State Buckeyes. Um, for Yo, the trashiest, I didn't even know the trashiest cornerback in the NFL went to uh, Ohio easy. State. That's yeah. fire. We're going to have um, rest in peace to Wayne Haskins for Ohio State and the Steelers. I didn't think about that either. I could have gone Ryan Shazier as well. And then obvious yeah, one for 50-plus rushing yards, 200-plus passing. I'm going to go Terrell Pryor. Yeah, TP. You know, does Joe Burrow count? No. <laughs> Why? He went to Ohio State. I don't think they would count him. Oh. So yeah, we did well on that one. I, I kind, I kind of want to let me Google some Giants and Texans players. Giants. So is that all of them, or are we doing the last one? No, there's one more. There's one more we can do. Yeah, but I'm just. We have one more. Um. No, Josh Johnson. Mm. No, that's not bad. I feel mm-hmm. like, yeah, other than that, I've never Will Will Demps, Keon Crossan, Sage, Rosenfels. Yeah, <laughs> no, I no. Josh Johnson's the only person on the list I would have known. All right, let's um, get to the let's get to the last one here. So last one on the top, we have I it's kind of stinks that we're kind of matching two of these. All right, we have, do we take the easy pick here on the first one? Go so ahead. yeah, so for the for our, uh, audio listeners on the top, we have the New York Giants, Arizona Cardinals, and ten plus receiving touchdowns in the season since nineteen ninety nine, and then on the um, left side we have the Seahawks, we have the Buccaneers, and we have the Bengals. Yeah, take the easy one, Gino. Yeah, yeah, as a, yeah. Uh-huh. There's no reason to push that as a Gino all day. Seattle and Cardinals. Did we yeah. just have this? We said new potty. Yeah, uh, we said, yeah. Yeah, I guess we can use the same one. And I wouldn't want to. Did um, what's his name? DK. Did he have ten or more? No, but I'm pretty sure Doug Baldwin Tyler, had fourteen. Oh, I was gonna say Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Doug Baldwin's a good answer to go with there. But Doug Baldwin had that pretty nasty like 2014 season. I thought it was like 2017. Okay. Or no, it was 2016 when when they knocked off uh, Green Bay. You got the ball when that's right, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, now I'm gonna we skip have two for the Bucks and go to the 10 plus. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah. Yeah. Although I wonder and if uh, Kenyon Johnson. So is the last one Chad Ochocinco for that's Bengals and 10 plus. Too. Yeah, the last one's gonna be Chad Johnson for Bengals and 10 plus. Did he? I mean, I think Jamar Chase would be an obvious answer here. Yeah, um, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Just but did Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase put up, dude? I don't think Jamar Chase has put up ten in a year yet. I thought he had eleven his rookie year. I thought he had nine. Mm. I think he had he had nine last year. But I mean, if you want to do mm. Ocho Cinco, will it be under Ocho Cinco? No, it's under Johnson. Yeah, Chad Johnson. I wonder if Chris Con. Oh, Chris Con. After nineteen ninety nine, never mind. Yeah, Chad Johnson. All right, Back. so we have, um. So we can go 
I think I again easy one for Giants and Bengals. I'm gonna use them again. Go Eli Apple. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think Von Bell may also be on both too. I just go with the easy one. We don't want to run out of uh... um Bengals and Bengals. Jason Pierre Paul. Jason Pierre Paul. Jason Pierre Paul. For Bengals. For Bucks. For no. For Bucks and New, Bucks New York. Ah, uh, yeah. JPP. JPP. Fireworks himself. Good call. Good one, man. Good one. Um, so Bengals and Cardinals, AJ Green. I feel like that's a pretty Yeah, you have to go AJ Green. The obvious one. Yeah. Now this one's a little tougher. Which one? Which one are we on? I'm so Bucks lost. Cardinals. It's the last one. The Bucks and the Cardinals. Bucks and Cardinals. Would it... no, I was gonna say Ronald Barber. Or what his name is the the running back, but I don't think he played for the car for the Ronald, Cardinals. Ronald Barber, are you sure you mean this corner? No, that's Ron Day Barber. I think like Ronald Barber. You're talking Ronald Jones, dude. Ronald Jones, Ronald yeah. Jones. Sorry, Ronald Jones, the second. I don't think that's right though, and I don't want to. Blaine Gabbert. Oh, did Gabbert he play? played did for. He played for. Cards? Yeah, he played for the Cards, I'm pretty sure. Nah, he was a longtime Jacksonville guy, I thought. Doesn't mean he didn't back up one year. For the... Did you have a beer in it? I'm not. Oh. I'd kiss you. I want it. Like, Blaine Gabbert. I don't, th- I don't think Ronald. Did Ronald Jones play for. No, Rojo didn't play for the Cards. I thought he signed with the Cards this year, though. I thought Rojo came from the he went to the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I thought Rojo he signed. Maybe right. I, I mean, my mind singing Blaine Gabbert. Um, what's his face? Did oh, uh, um, did Rosen play for the? You think of the other guy, point? Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton. All right, let's go, Drew Stanton. He won an award one year, didn't he? There we go. Yeah, Drew Stanton. Wow. Boom. I we think quarterback would get it. Quarterback would get it. Drew Stanton. Poor right, guy. Well, that's it, baby. We got through that. Them three. Yeah. Um. That's gonna get us into the the next one. Hey, uh, David. We're what? What do you got for Utley, dude? What do we got going on? Yeah. So you know, I was thrown upon last week. Uh, some random Utley home run thing. So we had to find a name for it. Um. We settled with Utley's doggy style dingers. Um, you know, this showcases the best home runs from the past week. I really wanted to pick Otani. I mean, dude, he had a complete game in the first game. In the second game, he came out, hit two home runs in that game. Not just a complete game, one hit. Complete game, game, one hit, dude. And then next game, same game, two home runs. But I'm going to go with Ellie De La Cruz. Um, I think he has the home run of the week. Against the Brewers on Monday, De La Cruz let off the game with a deep drive to center field where the Brewers' Joey Weimer made a jump and catch to rob him of a homer. When he came up for the next at-bat, the Brewers' scoreboard operators put on the Jumbotron for his last at-bat, almost hit a home run, but he didn't. How did Ellie De La Cruz respond? He decided to hit a 456-foot bomb that cleared the glass paneling in the Brewers' stadium. Nuts, I think, dude. I think, like... With the lead up to that, with the begin trash talk by the scoreboard operating team to immediately go out and hit a bomb like that is why I had that as my dinger of the week. I like yeah. it, but I also like Otani. I think that's a good honorable mention. Yeah, I think yeah. I think both of them would have been a good one there. Right. I, I wanted to mention Otani because like a one hit complete game 
and then next game you yeah. come out and hit two home runs. That, that's ridiculous. Yeah. He's yeah, single handedly carrying this team to the playoffs right now. Yeah. And and they said they're keeping him. They said that he's out of trade. Yeah, talks, they said they're so... keeping him. Why don't they just trade it for another pitcher? Yeah. You think that would, that would be the smart thing to do? No, no. But the Angels love to drag along big players for their uh for their career. So yeah, no, I like it. Um they're gonna lose they're gonna lose him. So, he's gonna um, be gone. He's not staying with the, the Angels this upcoming. We all, year. we all know. So Christian, what what do you got going on for Goldie's locks of the week? Yeah, guys. So it's not a three leg parlay here, but I switch it up just a tad bit. And you'll see it when I get to that third leg. But to start us off here, we're gonna take the Diamondbacks on the money line at home against the Mariners. Now, the only reason I really like this isn't just because of Corbin Carroll or the Diamondbacks or anything like that. But Diamondbacks are actually getting plus money on the money line at home, and they play significantly better when they're at home. And so for me, that's going to be enough for me to get that. I like plus money, especially on games where it looks like it can 100% go in that favor. The second leg of the three-legger is going to be the Phillies' money line at the Pirates. It's Nola Day, and Nola's back on the mound. The Pirates are a bottom-place team, and the Phillies right now need to do this, need to win to gain some ground. And I think throwing Nola on there, you know, that's going to be great. It's going to be a good pitcher against some struggling hitters, and the Phillies are going to be able to get that win. Now for the final leg. This right here is a plus 300 odds, so this will boost your ticket. Tomorrow night, I'm telling you now to take it. Dustin Poirier will TKO Justin Gaethje. Ooh. That's right. Just Dustin Poirier to win by knockout against Justin wow. Gaethje tomorrow night. Poirier's a Poirier. That's a, Poirier. That's a good one. My fault, that's a good, I like that. Throwing it up. Man. Mixing it up a little bit. I like that. I had to, dude. I was trying to find something, yeah. You're the ultimate fighting champion. So, I've been holding off on this till the end. Oh, right? yeah, baby. It's my turn to pick the bet of the week. Um, the reason I'm holding off is because David just surprised me with this package. It's a big package. Oh I yeah. No idea. I have no idea what it is. Um, oh yeah. It's a mystery. We'll find out on Monday. Mystery for you. If I, I yeah, know exactly what it is. And <laughs> mystery for you. Christian doesn't know either. I don't know what it is. We'll, yeah. We'll find out on Monday if I don't get this right. It really made me uh, do something safe this week. Um, so Soft. for that. Phillies will be making a trade before end of day on Monday. It's going to happen. They're going to trade we already, something. We've already heard of rumors. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. What do you mean? Do you want me you to already... pick a, Do you want to pick want me to pick the backup? Oh, dude, have? you know what? Here's my bet for next week. The sun's going to rise in the morning. So, hold on. Okay. If listen, it's a bet. That's my bet, but I'll have a I'll have a backup and if I get them both right, I don't. We'll think of something because if I give them both right, then that's it. If so, you both right, so let me I'll get this straight. Punishment. Let me get this straight. Where you're coming to us with a bet that we both think is genuinely pretty easy, but when I came to you with a bet, you guys, after agreeing was a good bet, thought was genuinely easy. I had to get my right thrown away. I'm I'm confused here, man. So it seems like you're making rules to go around you. Here's here's my here's here's David, my other he's, one. he's scared. He's scared of what I have in store for me. He should be. I he am. should All be right, scared. Review. The play is under review. So, it's too late. What I what I'm doing here, and this one's not safe at all. Twins will lose two out of three to the Royals this weekend. Oh, I like that one better. <laughs> um, <laughs> Royals are at home. I uh, just think uh twins were hot the last couple weeks. I think the Royals are going to cool them off a little bit. Um, I'll put this in right now real quick, Nick. 
Actually, no. Go ahead, and go ahead and finish what you're doing. I want to say something afterwards. No, um, that's it. That was my. That was. That's all. That was it? Yeah. I wanna. I wanna throw a bet in real quick, boys. Me and my boy AJ were talking about this. I'm gonna throw this bet in, and I'll let you guys decide the punishment if it doesn't happen. But we won't be able to. You. You are not gonna be able to know if it happened or didn't happen for a little bit here. But, boys, I'm gonna bet right now, some way, somehow. Philly's number one in the NL East by the end of the year. Wow. They're wow. 10 and a half back, I think, right now. They're eight they're back. 10. No, they're 10. They're exactly 10 back. And right, Marlins are 10 it. and a half. But, hey, whatever. But I'll still take it. That's going to get us into our last last segment, guys. Dubs and chugs. Dubs um, and chugs we'll get right into it. Like I said, David, you you don't know. Christian, you don't know. Uh, first game on Friday, we're going to go Tigers versus Marlins. Marlins, Tigers suck. Marlins are struggling as a recent, um, but I think they are a better team. I'm going to go with the Marlins as well. Yeah, Marlins are struggling, um, but they're not struggling enough to lose to Detroit uh, tonight. So gets us into our next game, Nationals versus Mets. And I haven't picked these two teams in a while, so I felt like I needed to do it. You have the pitcher? Uh, I can bring the pitcher up for you if you would like. Not Verlander. What about Scherzer? Give me one second here. Uh, one. Uh, it, that's great. Is, the Nats. it is Scherzer versus Abrams. Okay, so I'll take, I'll take the Mets. Yeah, you know what? I'll go a little different this week. I, I'm feeling dangerous. I'll pick the Nats. I'll pick the Nats. Uh, Scherzer gets it done against his old team. I, I'm I'm taking the Mets. Uh, going into her last game, the A's versus the Rockies. Give me Oof. the A's, baby. I love riding with the A's. I'll take a loss all day. Standing for the A's. Give me the A's. It's a really gross game for you to pick. Um, I'll go with that. I'm going to go with the Rockies. See, that's why, you know, I, I picked some terrible games, but the last two are terrible teams, and I felt like, you know, I, they could go either way, but I'm going to take the Rockies to get it done at home in Colorado. Getting into Saturday, the Battle of Pennsylvania. We got the Phillies versus the Pirates. Yeah, I'll take the Phillies, and I'm not going to even give an explanation. Yeah, I'm, I mean, Phillies are one of the best teams in baseball since June. Pirates have been one of the worst teams in baseball since they had their really hot start of the season. Um, so I'm going to pick the Phillies to win that one. Yeah, Nola's on the mound. Um, uh, it's it's kind of hard to bet against him. He's been he's been hot lately. Uh, give me the Phillies taking this one in Pittsburgh. Uh, then we have the Rangers versus the Padres. I'll take the Rangers. I just I still like the bats. I like how they're hitting the ball. I think they can keep it alive. I'm going to take them against the Padres. This is a, more of a tough one than you'd think. <clears throat> the Rangers are obviously a top five team in baseball, but the Padres are so. Hot or cold, they have the talent to be one of the best teams in baseball. I think they're they're playing at home because I said that this was the week that the Strohs would be the first place in the division. I'm gonna stick with it because that was my bet. So I'm gonna go with the Padres in this one. Yeah, um, Darvish is on the mound for the Padres, uh, and it's at home. The Rangers are good. They're one of the better teams in baseball. They they're one of the best offenses. But I think Darvish has a decent outing, and I think the Padres get this one done. Last game on Saturday, Mariners versus Diamondbacks. Another good game. 
Let's see here. I mean, it's really tough. Just about oh 25 seconds ago, I picked the Diamondbacks in my parlay. Corbin Carroll plays in the Diamond. You know, I'm going to pick the Diamondbacks, dude. It was a real hard decision there, but I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks. I think the Mariners have been doing pretty well since the All-Star breaks ended as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Diamondbacks are a good team, but they're also, I think, struggling too. And so I'm going to go with the Mariners in this one. Yeah. Corbin uh, Carroll would hate you. You know, yeah. I'm – I think Mariners take one too. Uh, they're the Diamondbacks are pitching. I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Pat. Uh, he's zero and four with an eight point eight one ERA. I just think I think the Mariners are get going to get this done over there. Uh, going into Sunday, we got the Rays versus the Astros. This was That's a really cool. hard one. I was looking at this one. Do you have the pitchers? Uh, I can give you the pitchers in just a second. Mm-hmm. One. The pitchers we got for Tampa Bay, you got Glass now. Uh, ah. For Astros, you have Bilac. That that's tough, man. Houston plays very well at home, but I like Glass now, and I believe that's their one of their um, better pitchers. Give me the Astros. Okay, that I mean that's that's a tough game to pick as well. I mean, like I said. The um, I think the Astros are going to be end up in first place at division. I think they're two games back though right now, so they're going to have to win three of them, all three of them to be in first place or two to tie. Um, oh, I'm gonna also say the Astros. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's a tough one, man. It's a real tough game. Um, and the rest are going to be tough too. The Rays have been really cold, really cold, even yeah. before the All Star break. The Rays are going to take this one. Rays are going to take hey, this one. On slump busters bust slumps. That's right. That's right. David, you're going, to like them. you're going to like the last two games. Oh, please. I got Reds versus Dodgers. Okay. I know what the last one is. But... Yeah, I know what the last one is, too. Um, I want to t- – you know who's pitching? Uh, you got Ashcraft on the mound for the Reds and Grove on the mound for the Dodgers. Who has the better ERA? Uh, Ashcraft with a 5.64. And what's the Dodgers' ERA? 6.19. That's also. What's the win-loss record for both pitchers? Ashcraft, 5-7, Grove, 2-2. Two and two. Oh, my God. It just gets harder, man. <laughs> Literally a toss-up. I told Literally you, toss up. I told you the three games are good. They're playing in LA if it helps. You know what? Yeah, it doesn't help for shit, actually. Um You know what, dude? Just because I know I'm going nine for nine, give me the Reds. I'm also gonna pick the Reds. Uh, the Dodgers have been playing really well since the All-Star break. Um, but the better pitcher, technically speaking, would be Ashcraft. Um, uh, and you know that team for the Reds, really good bats. It'll be more interesting though to see if uh, India is still on that team by the end of the uh, All Star break. Yeah, um, I, I it was hard for me to choose, and looking at the pitchers didn't help. Um, but I'm gonna go with the hottest team right now, and that's gonna be the Dodgers. Uh, I think the Dodgers are gonna take this one on Sunday. Uh, going into the last game, David, your favorite, and it was the oh. same as last week. It's really weird. They're playing. Oh, yeah, I don't know how that happened. Um, but we got the Brewers versus the Braves. Yeah, and I don't. Uh, I don't have a broom in here from what happened last week. I'm looking around to see if I can find it, but uh, 
David, you answer this one first before I give an answer. Yeah, I think I honestly need to answer these Brewer questions first, and I'm going to do what I've done best. Gonna have the Phillies get one here. I'm going to pick the Braves to beat the Brewers. All right. I take one for the team. Take one for the team. I get an automatic loss every single week, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I think um, David won Braves and he took it for the team, so I'll go Brewers. Yeah, he took one for the team, and I was waiting for him to choose which one he was going with. Uh, It was going to ultimately be my decision, and I'm going to take the Brewers now. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Don't worry. I don't hold it yeah, against you yeah. guys. You're and, welcome. Hey, we, yeah, I'm gonna say. I, yeah, I'm gonna say. As Philly fans, we are 100. You appreciate yeah, you yeah. taking we, the break. You, yeah, 100. Absolutely. So the next one you, you wouldn't think would be a, a hard matchup, but I think it is. Um, you got the Yankees versus the Orioles for a tiebreaker. This is our tiebreaker, right? Yeah, that's a good one. And I understand that the Yankees are the bottom of the division right now, but that's. Only because that AL East is so with the fifty four and forty eight record. Yeah. Yeah. I just dude, the Orioles are hot, even though Philly just took two out of three against them. But I mean, dude, they're not they can't they can't give up ground and they can't give up ground, especially inside of the division right now. I'm gonna take the Orioles and I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take them eight to three. Wow. Who's pitching? Is Cole on the mound that game? Cole's not on no, the Cole's pitching tomorrow. You like it. Or tonight. Severino. Cole's tonight. Severino. He's so hot and cold. But I, I'm going to go with what Severino has been doing as a recent, which is not good. I was going to go along the lines of Christian. I was actually thinking you said 8-3, right? Yeah, I said 8-3. I, I, I was thinking 8-4. I'm going 8-4 Orioles. Now, I want to say Judge is back. Judge, Judge is back. Yeah, he'll have to he'll have to still adjust. I don't know if he'll be smoking dingers off the bat. Look, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. So Ooh. I I think I don't know if they take the series, but I think they take this game. I think the Yankees win seven five. I think they get it done. Um all, I, high, I just, scoring, I just all high scoring games, yeah. by the way. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop in virtual handshakes right now, boys, because I just went nine for nine and picked the tiebreaker with the correct score. So drop a handshake. <laughs> much. Uh, I don't know if that's gonna happen. It, yeah, I mean the highs is still what I I went eight and one. Seven. Still the highest. Was, oh, was it eight and one? It I was eight. Seven and it was two. eight. No, you had I eight. Got one wrong. Yeah. It was, it was the Brewers game too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what started this whole you thing. Were, you were three for you were three for three for two straight days, and then yeah. I mean, yeah, that was that was sorry. the game. Um. But hey, like always, guys. Uh, yeah, but before we leave, um, some little housekeeping rules here. Merch! We have some merch that we'll plug. Uh, we also, again, the Fantasy Football League, please get it out there. We're going to start being better at the TikTok game and the Instagram game. Um, I need to start benchmarking and time marking the clips I want to put on there. That's my fault. But also, you know, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a share, you know, at one you know, one person makes a difference. No, we're just yeah. we're trying to have fun over here. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's all fun. Um, fantasy fantasy league is going to be a lot of fun. I'm That's looking forward to that. You know, it. We we're doing four different leagues right now with twelve team leagues. Winner gets fifty bucks. I mean, that's that's. I take that. I take that one hundred percent. You figure, dude, it's fifty bucks for all of 
three hours of time management after the draft. And you get to have fun. And the best part is, you know, we're going to we're going to go through them and we're going to, you know, see who did best, you know. So, you know, you'll be a topic of discussion on it, too. And you figure um, if you're going to play, you, you were going to play fantasy football anyways with your buddy. So you might yeah. as well play with hey, us and, and get money. Like I said earlier, Calvin really is going to be He's going to go in the later steal. rounds. That's going to be a steal. That's going to be a steal. Oh, yeah. But, hey, like always, yo, 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 enjoy the weekend, guys. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great like, weekend. Like a like, comment a comment, drop a comment, leave a like. And Devontae Adams is a top 10 receiver. Devontae Adams is a top 10 receiver. Right. Later, guys. Hosted by David Nick and Christian. That's a crew. They drop knowledge and hot takes at the sports IQ. We dive into the game from hoops to grit iron. And analyzing every play like we were the champion. With witty banner and humor, we keep the fun. HTP fam, we always bring the number one. Highlight taking pockets, we taking over the scene. We drop dubs and chugs within the sports dream. From hot takes to deep dive, it's a winning regime. Come join the hype, we not just blowing steam.